The KMM Movie Review. Welcome back to the We're Still Alive podcast. We still watch movies. We're only gone for a week this time. Yeah, no, still. We watched movies. Quick and to the point. This was a two. Even though there's two weeks in between these movie reviews. We only only watched two two movies. movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I forgot that Jexy came out this week. I kind of wanted to see that. Jexy? That one about the weird, about the smartphone that becomes like sentient. Oh, that one's out? Fuck that movie. What what comes out next week? Next week's a big week. Okay. So we'll have, we should have a lot. We'll have to make our choices because I think there's at least three that look good. But we'll have to see. Let me see. Choices will need to be made. But this week we've got we're going out of out of release order. We're going in the watch order for the group as a whole. Uh, Gemini Man and Joker. Joker. Star Joaquin Phoenix. Next week is Zombieland and yeah. Maleficent. And uh, I mean, I would watch that, but I haven't Jojo seen Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit for sure. After, the trailer came on today. It was hilarious. After that is Black and Blue, then Countdown. Uh, countdown. Which one's Countdown? <laughs> the one about the death app. Oh. I kind of want to watch it just so we can tear it yeah, to shreds. We'll, we'll watch it. Yeah. And then there's uh, The Current War. Ooh, that one does look good. Wait, that's also next week? No, that's in two weeks. Okay. Same week as Countdown. Okay. Oh, so Countdown's in two weeks? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The viral round down. Damn. All right. All right. Well, what do we watch? Right, what are we reviewing? Jim and Nye Man is what we'll start with. Oh, baby. Frank didn't make it to this one. Did not. So it's just Mike and myself, the whitey over here, Keith. Whoa. We'll be the two reviewing this hoe. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you guys hearing this, man? They heard me. They heard me. Last podcast, we figured out that you were truly corrupted. I've always been corrupted. Your heart is now black. Gemini Man stars Will Smith and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) It's not a spoiler because it's in the trailers, so Mm. it's already spoiled. Old nigga versus young nigga. (laughs) Whoa. So, all right. Synopsis for this movie: Was Will there? Smith gets targeted by his government, and he has to fight a younger version of himself and deal with the conflicts that come with cloning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Was there another Gemini Man? Because it has a year next to it. I'm not sure. Does it do always do that? Yeah, it always does that. Oh, okay. Because there's never been just a movie called Joker either. Okay. Joker. Uh, okay, so. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You go ahead. I'll start. I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 10. Oh, damn. Damn. And a? And a skip it. Okay. Whoa, okay. Giving it a skip. All right. Mike Arena with the Mm do-rag. What are you giving it? I'm going to go with a seven. <laughs> okay. Hmm. And? and hmm, 
Ad Astra was barely better. Um, Most people really hate Ad Astra. I'm going to go with a... Shit. <laughs> I'll say, wait, only have for, I'll say wait for it. Wait for it. All right. Well, let's get into, just, into the movie. Just go into the good things first. It was over. <laughs> the The action worked uh-huh. most of the time. Yeah. Action was solid. When the action was good, it was good. Yes. Not like great, it was good. Yes. What kind of action are we talking like? John Wick kind of action? No, no, not at all. Not anything. I mean, there was a cover up the gun with the jacket, shoot through the jacket moment, but hmm. uh, it was it was more just like... I. There was a lot of like ground fighting kind of stuff, mm-hmm. more like UFC kind of grapple fighting. So Mike could speak more to that as far as the overall quality. It looked believable, though. Yeah, I mean, and then some of the like, like the gun like fighting, right? I felt like was good. Yeah, it wasn't John um, Wick good, but it was good. No, yeah, it wasn't like John Wick like gun gun food type shit. It was like very tactical, like, oh, this guy's an assassin. Like both of them are assassins, basically, <clears throat> yeah. right? And have very high level assassins, and they're ones, you know, the older version of the other one. And so it's very like calculated, like, oh, yeah, he knows this guy's moves. So, like, he knows. But the just, clone doesn't just, know. Just to, like, do things. It's like that the, he's the clone of who he's trying to kill until, like, Further into the movie, like how far into the movie until he finds out? I'd say probably like one third of the way through. Like you see it in the trailer, yeah. Like I, when he's like, when he's in, the, like you see like it's kind of in some catacombs or whatever, and he's like, "You're clearly not the best" or whatever. Yeah, he's got the gun shot in his face. Yeah. That's like whenever it's like one hundred percent made clear that he knows that he's a clone. But that's I think the, but my that, biggest that issue. Scene where oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's my my biggest issue with this movie is if you've seen the trailers, you've seen the movie. Yeah, you know what's happening. It's not really a twist. I don't think it's the only thing that I don't know is like who Will Smith was. Like, why is he so? so they say that. Mm-hmm. They say that in the movie. It's like if if people found out who we were, doesn't mean anything. It's just because he enjoys killing. Well, he well he kills. He's given like a person to kill and a profile on the person. Usually the person turns, you know, it's like a terrorist or some kind of bad person. He usually. works for a government agency. The mm-hmm. DIA, Defense Intelligence Agency or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, hey, there's this high target, you know, person here. Go ahead and you're the best person to do this. Kill that. You know, the first scene is. Uh, Four other people have tried and they failed. It's like they're trying to kill this guy, this Russian is this guy. the young Will Smith or old Will Smith? Old Will, old Will Smith. Smith. And then they're like, he's on this train. A bullet train. On a bullet train. And then like you see Will Smith like setting up his outside. He's outside like on a hill with the sniper, right? And then there's someone inside the train like telling him, hey, you know, it's, we're, we're going this fast. Like the guy's, 300 miles an hour. Basically. The guy's like on the sixth car, you know, third window. <clears throat> and then you see Will Smith trying to like figuring out all the like wind speed and all that shit. And then doing all that good old sniper stuff. Yeah, and then the, the guy's like a whole, you know, just magically, 
this little girl like comes up to the target and it's like starts you know talking with him or whatever. And the she doesn't even talk. She like stares at him. Yeah, and then <laughs> then like they're like hold, hold on, wait, 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 don't shoot yet because you know there's a civilian here. And then he's like, oh shit, there's a civilian. And then he gets the green light. And then he like the bullet train's coming this way, right? And mm-hmm. then it's like they're about to hit a tunnel. And then Will Smith just goes, all right, here we go. And just like moves the gun all the way over here, shoots, and the bullet train's still coming, and then it passes, and then it kills the guy, shoots him in the neck. He's like, "Yeah, no one. I've never seen like you're the best. You hit a guy on a moving train from what, however long. He's just, he's like, just like an assassin badass, basically. He's like uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah it's but, that kind of level, but better assassin. probably. Why does he? So what makes him? It's just that he's a really good soldier. Like, no, no, I know that, but does he like go on a run or something like that? What? Well, Wait, it, tur- it turns out well, he's the, re- he retires. Yeah, he's oh. he's retiring, but turns out the person that he killed was not exactly who was the government told him it was. It was some biologist, and not then a terrorist. He, he started asking too many questions. And, like one of his friends was like, "Hey, you know, the person you killed is not who you thought it was." It's actually like an American citizen um, who was trying to get away or whatever. And then um, he told him, he said, hey, talk to this guy. He knows what what it's all about. And then the government was like, oh, fuck. He found out that it wasn't actually the person we told him it was. He's going to retire. We just got to eliminate him, basically. It's a loose end. Mm -hmm. And so they go after him. But okay, so this clone they send these regular agents after him. Yeah, he murders all the regular agents, well, at, and then at first they're like, "No, we're not going to send in the Gemini Project or whatever." That's like a yeah, because Clive Owen's like the head of the project. How long? Like, does the movie start with Will Smith already old? Like that yeah, yeah. that scene with the train is he already older? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's fifty. He's fifty one. They keep saying fifty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Clive Owen's like immediately, like, all right, we got to send in. My guy, Gemini Man, we got to send him in. So did the Gemini Man, was he like since birth? Yeah, like they basically like impregnated a woman with the cloned uterus, with the cloned embryo. <clears throat> and, then, and then was raised as Clive Owen's son. Yeah. Mm. Like his son's son. Like he has his own. He, he has a room in the guy's house. Yeah. And it's like. It's got a wall of sneakers. A wall of sneakers, <laughs> the po- basketball posters, all this kind of stuff. Like. You just trained them to be an assassin. Yeah. But he's his son. He's like, I love you. But he I love picked, you as my son. He picked Will Smith because he saw like one particular mission where he was just like a machine just going house to house and murdering people. Was, and he's like, I wish I had a whole army of you. So that's why he like decides to make clones of Will Smith to become the, the perfect Gemini soldier. one the only one? So, like, by the end of the movie, it's revealed his whole, like, Clive Owen's whole thing is he wants to make clone soldiers that don't feel pain and Do have, like, amped up him. overall, uh, yeah, like, they obey commands really well. Physical capability. Um, they, they don't question. They, they have, like, no conscience. Yeah. They're just, like, you tell me to do something, I go do it. I don't feel any pain if I get shot or whatever. Um, they just complete their objective. And he wants to do that so that that can be the soldier force and regular citizens don't have to do it anymore. Mm. So it's like, uh, yeah, as he's a bad guy, but you he, can see his point. He's a complicated bad guy because you can see his point where it's like, 
I mean, well, yeah. I mean, he, he's basically what he what he want. Ideally, it's robots that are doing this, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not actually people that are being you know, raised, yeah. Right, but he doesn't have the access to robots, so he just creates this soldier, who's just a clone. And but you but, just have to raise the damn. They don't really make it clear if they have yeah. like an accelerated mm-hmm. gestation mm-hmm. period or. But like, what, but, but this one soldier can be substituted for like ten or like a hundred soldiers, basically. So it's yeah. high quality soldier. Okay, so fast forward to the end. Basically, like <laughs> they're in some big fight with in the middle of some small town, and Gemini Man, young Will Smith, decides to side with old Will Smith to be like, all right, yeah, my father Clive Owen, you know, he messed up. He didn't tell me what was actually going on, so I'm mad at him. And now he's trying to murder you guys and cover it all up. So I'm, I'm on. Will, Will Smith's, Smith's side. and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's side. Uh, Benedict Wong is in the movie throughout as like an old war buddy, but then he gets killed like right at the end, and it's kind of just like unceremonious. It's just like, oh no, um, they shot a rocket at us. Everyone jump out. Oh no, Benedict Wong didn't get well, out. Well, he was in the back. So it was yeah, but like... so was Mary Elizabeth Winstead. <laughs> like, but she got out. So and it, like, is that Mary happens. Elizabeth Winstead a war buddy as well? Click on that. What what other movies is she in? Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Also, Final Destination three. She's pretty. She's pretty hot. Ten Cloverfield Lane. She's not like like overly sexualized in this movie. What no. is she in the movie? She's like she, an agent. Yeah, she like is supposed to be tracking Will Smith after his retirement. Like that's just like standard protocol. Of, uh, one of our assassins retires, we have someone set on them in case they decide to do something with our trade secrets. So she's like the new person to watch him. Will Smith immediately like calls her out on it. And then he gets burned like immediately. So they are cleaning up anyone that ever worked with him or was in touch with Will Smith. So she gets targeted to be killed Mm -hmm. because of it. So then she goes on the run with him. And then so young Will Smith, clone Will Smith is fighting all these like super soldiers that Clive Owen has trained, but they're not like the clone ones. They're just like, cause he has basically his own private army that he trains. Mm-hmm. Um, so he helps Will Smith kill the last of them. Then they're all like, all right, well now how are we going to take out Clive Owen? <clears throat> and then they suddenly get attacked by this other like ridiculous super soldier. Just like, Running Run. circles around him. Just run super fast. Just he also does, has like explosive shotguns. Does some crazy like maneuvers and shit. It looks it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. to be honest. It's like anime type fight stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. And so they're fighting him. He's like taking shots with this explosive shotgun. Just somehow has armor that seems to be bulletproof. <laughs> like uh, getting shot in the Mary head. Mary Elizabeth Winston keeps shooting him in the head. Just pop, pop, pop. Just he just bing, bing, bing. But yeah. he has like a helmet on and like a suit. You don't actually see who is inside. Just it's like a gray suit with a helmet on. Yeah. He's just like fucking them up, like, you know, punching, kicking and shit. Then they like catch him on fire because they like throw a gas canister, shoot it, blow it up. He's like laying on the ground and gets up, starts walking through the fire. They shoot him like five times with explosive shotgun. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> he finally like falls down and he's just like sitting there and then they pull the mask off. <gasps> 
It's another clone of Will Smith. Of Will Smith, it, a soulless it, one. I think it looked even younger though. It might have been slightly younger, but yeah, it was another young one. And yeah, he just like he has like no expression on his face, just kind of looking at him, just like. And then he just dies. Then he just dies. Yeah. Like they're trying to talk to him, like, "Oh, don't you feel any pain?" And then he just like doesn't say anything, just kind of dies. And then Clive Owen comes out. He's like, oh, well, he was supposed to go to Yemen. Now we have to send, like, another soldier who has a family. That's on you guys. And then young Will Smith is about to shoot Clive Owen in the face with explosive shotgun. Mm -hmm. And then old Will Smith is like, nah, you can't have this on your conscience. You don't want that ghost. So he just, like, takes the gun away from him without even looking over at Clive Owen, just pulls the trigger and kills him, like, right in front of everybody. (laughs) Just like... Nah, you don't. You don't want this smoke. Basically, he's like, "Here, I'll take the gun from you." Right, and he's like, <laughs> he's still holding it like this. Right, he's like, "I'll take the gun from you," and then he just boom, just blasts him. <laughs> so Clive Owen's dead. Uh, the government agency like covers everything up. Yeah, they're like, "Ah, oh, you know, we're sorry." Puts young My clone bad. Will Smith in some college somewhere. Some assassin. He's just like, "All right, yeah, I'm gonna major in engineering." <laughs> And then, like, all right, so that's the story. Yeah. Like, I, it ends on a very happy note. They're we, just like walking yeah. all the way to lunch. That's it. Yeah, we both of them. All three of them. Mary yeah. Elizabeth Winstead comes along. And then the two twins. Yeah. All right, we talked <laughs> about the. Uh, most of that stuff is pretty good. It's good stuff, right? Now to the bad stuff. They shouldn't have had the camera move whenever they had <laughs> young Will Smith on the, on the, no. on the screen. No. Or. Or just don't do the the day scenes. Only <laughs> the do day n- scenes were bad. There only do night scenes. Their skin rendering for the face was really and the bad. mouth, the mouth specifically, they did not get right. It was awful. <laughs> and so the first time we really get a good look at, at young, we're talking Will Superman Smith, awful. Ooh, yeah. Not quite that bad. Like it looked like it fit on the face, mm-hmm. but the movement was was mm-hmm. wrong. There was uncanny valley with the mouth. Mm. But the first scene that we really get a good look at young Will Smith's face, because like a lot of the dark scenes looked solid, yeah. But it was a panning camera move, which is hard, like way harder to do, mm-hmm. and it showed how much harder it was because it's just like the mouth was like moving weird. It was, and then whenever good. they finally like cut to like a still camera shot, like over on the right side of his face, it looked fine for the most part. But there, like any daytime scenes where they had him talking, didn't look very good. It was not good, bro. The last scenes, <laughs> yo, because <laughs> yes. you just you see him walking out like with a group of people, and he's like got a backpack, and he's just like, oh yeah, what's up? He's like talking to all these people. Looks like a two K character. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah, walking bro. out, you're just like, am I about to start playing on my career? <laughs> A two K. Well, character. I think I think what it was, it was like it's clearly like the 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 body actor, whoever. Yeah. Like something was going on with the mouth, or something was like something down here was a little bit off. It's also like, like, they try to map it to the to his face, but it was like the ooh. young Will Smith lips were like slightly too big too. Yeah, bro. And it's like you had Will Smith right yeah. there. Uh, you should have just had. I don't know if they had him shoot all the scenes and they just like de-aged him, or if they. I don't know what they did. Like maybe they shot two separate things. So they had like a, a live action, like body double 
and then they just did like right a there. separate plate. Junior onset reference. Victor, Victor Hugo. Hugo. This man doesn't have a picture. But you don't have a picture. It's <clears throat> uh, not that important. Go to you. Go to Google. So I want to see if his face is like something's going on with his face. Victor Hugo actor. restaurant actor. Gemini. There we go. There he is. Candelabra. That's probably him right here. No, maybe. I mean, maybe. No. Mm, Gemini man. Okay, so they did. Right here, do... right here, right here, right here. Yeah, this is the scene. Hit it, make it big, make it big, bruh. That's this is the scene where it's like, yikes. Yeah. yeah it's like you can see, like, they have like a similar ish build, but yeah. he's like slightly skinnier overall. I don't There's also just like a, there's a ton of video reference of Will Smith when he's like 24 as well. Hmm. Like he was on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air forever. And it just seems like they didn't really use much. Of that reference. And then I guess at the end, he was like, ultimately, you know, Will Smith's <clears throat> father figure. Yeah. So, hey, you know, give you advice. And then he's his own father. This guy right here. See, his jaw is too wide. Yeah. Yeah. That explains So, they're like it. mapping it on his face. That's why I was that like. That also explains Ugh. why his, his lips are slightly too big when he's young. Because <laughs> he has bigger lips. Whoa. That's a big old lip. That bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, the action scenes. The only issue I had with the action scenes is that they were noticeably fake um, because of the yeah. movement. They sped up the movement too fast. So like they made it hit hard. Yeah. But they made it hit hard in a way that was unnatural. So it felt good if it had been like a full animated movie. Like it would have looked really good if it was a full animated movie. But because it was live action characters with these animated characters that they artificially sped up, it just yeah, like it was, made it noticeable. There was the chase scene with like on a motorcycle, and a lot of that, oh, man. the like the one where they were like he was doing like motorcycle kung fu and shit, right? Like constantly just hitting Will Smith with the. With the with dirt the, bike. With the one-two combo on the dirt bike, <laughs> dog. Just tire, tire, handlebars. <laughs> it was awful. Like, it was clearly animated. Like, uh-huh. all of it was animated. And, like... Young Will Smith. I was like, oh, man, this is this is trash right now. That that motorcycle scene was awful. Terrible. There was... Uh, there was... There were a lot of scenes that were noticeably green-screened as well. Um... So, I mean, that, like, the cinematography I really like. Like, there were a lot of scenes that looked really well set up. Like, their, their nighttime lighting for their um, setups for nighttime shots, which there were quite a few of, all worked really well. Um, they had a really interesting fisheye lens uh, scene where the oh, first yeah. time whenever we see the bullet train, like, it's just a fisheye lens. And so the bullet train, like, Looks like it's coming up on the right side and then going down on the left side. So like that was cool. You yeah, don't really like, see that like, in it big like, movies. It looks like it takes a turn, but it's just going straight. But with the fisheye, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So 
they did also have some like a couple of weird scenes where they focused on something in the foreground whenever the characters were in the background that threw me off but all in all like it it's not a movie that i would recommend to anyone but it's not a bad movie no it's not like like i'm gonna say like a six for me is like a perfectly average movie a five would be like slightly below average with a four being like probably well like below average the three being well below average so this is like right there in that weird middle ground of below average Hmm. i liked it i think i thought it was charming like the relationship between will smith and the uh, mary elizabeth winstead i liked the banter back and forth and then between them and baron yeah action you know for me hit when it was good it was good uh, the only thing that really ruined it for me was the story wasn't real solid. Not at and all. And then you like those some of those anim- like animation and like action scenes, like because you know Mission Impossible, you know yeah. what you're getting, right? You're like they're not they're this is all real, right? Or most of this is real, <laughs> and they're gonna make it look as real as possible, and it looks awesome. Right. And this, it was like, oh, yeah, that's clearly this. He's animated on an animated bike in this chi- in this chase scene. And it's it's awful. Right. Kind of threw me out of it. Um, but I think overall, like that didn't ruin the movie for me. Um, I would still, you know, I would stick with the seven. And with the, if you see it on Netflix or something, I'd say watch it. All right. See it on there. So let's move on. Gemini Man is gone. On to Joker. 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 Damn, that's a high score. <clears throat> oh, yeah, so the IMDb score for Gemini Man was 5.5. Just to say. Okay. The Joker score is 8.9. Go, go down. Scroll down to the Metacritic. 59. 59. Mm. I think we, we, can, we have a lot that we could talk about with <clears throat> the critic score stuff. Mm. All right. Uh, so for this one, I think I'll just go ahead and read this mm-hmm. synopsis. In Gotham City, mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of revolution and body crime, bloody crime. Wow. This path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker. All right. Scores. You want to start, Frank? I'm going to give this movie an eight. An eight. And? <sighs> I'll give it a watch now. All right. I'll give it a watch now. Mike? I'll go next. Um, I'll give it an 8.7. Point seven, okay. And I'll watch it now. I'll go with an eight point five. Oh, surprising. Mm-hmm. Thought you were gonna be a little bitch. What? We were thinking he's like he's gonna be a little bitch or he's gonna really like it. Eight point five, and I'll also say I'll watch it now. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I like that it never stops. 
It's depressing it, it builds the whole yeah. way through. It, it is. If you think you're going to go and get any reprieve whatsoever after <laughs> yeah. a strike, you are not. No. This is, hey, this is just dark drama, and it is sad from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, like it's, it's relentless. Yes. There's no other way to put yeah, it. That's really. why I liked it. I was like, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, he he gets no reprieve in his life, so you don't get any reprieve as an audience watching it. I, and I thought that was I liked it. I liked it. I liked it because it it added to the I guess the mythos of this character. Like everyone knows who Joker is. Yeah. Right. And everyone knows how notorious of a villain he is. In you know, even if you don't know, if you don't follow. Batman or whatever, you know that this is Batman's, like, arch nemesis. I yeah. like, uh, even though they, I mean, they said, like, this is not based on any comic whatsoever. Yeah. I like. I mean, it, there's some of, like, the killing joke yeah, yeah, kind some of, of stuff. It. I mean, but it's, like, barely, very loose. Yeah. Very loose. Very loose. Like, at the end, like, oh, I was thinking of a joke. You wouldn't get it. There's some other stuff. Like, there's other movies. Like, there's specifically Robert De Niro movies, like. Taxi Driver that were like heavily influential on the movie, and then something called The Network. So I watched some reviews for the movie, and they mentioned those movies. And there's ones that that Network one. There's a lot that they pulled from the Network. That was like a movie from the 1970s, like that last scene whenever they're zooming out, and you just keep seeing like the final murder scene. Mm-hmm. Like that was taken directly from that movie. Mm-hmm. But. I guess <clears throat> should I thought, we detail the story? Yeah, I mean, I thought Not the too much. like the movie that like it it crescendos right going you know it starts off where like the beginning Arthur I'm like I don't really like this character at <laughs> all right um, on the beginning he's like clearly just he's able to cope with his world because he has his medicines. Mm-hmm. Like he's keeping it under control, but it's, it's still it's still shitty. Like he's still getting. His oh yeah, ass he has whooped. a terrible wife, right? Like not a life that <laughs> anyone <laughs> would really want for themselves. But um, he's not like justifying any terrible actions or anything. Like he doesn't feel like taking it out on anyone at the beginning. Which I I mean for him as a person is still like just soul crushing because you're like all right i'm taking these this medicine to make me feel better and it you find out at the end oh this shit was working yeah, it, was it was working, working real it was, well it was working but he still it's still his life still like his life was still shitty as like as fuck he was, he was still not happy but it was still keeping him grounded from the end joker which is a monster yeah yeah because basically <laughs> throughout the movie like we see all this stuff of with him like Having a terrible life, every a bunch of bad stuff happening. Like his mom's also Gotham clearly nice. pretty crazy. Gotham looked like dirty New York. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Very. I like the camera work. It was nice. Oh yeah, the camera was the camera. The cinematography in this movie was Amaze. phenomenal. Amaze balls. Uh, hey dude. Hey, and uh, what I will say is the violence, like. Came out of nowhere and it was jarring and I liked it. Yeah, like he that was, shooting in the. Loved it. I, I was like, ooh, tell. I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I forgot this was rated R because like you don't really get any rated. I mean, they R. drop f bombs periodically, yeah, yeah, but, but it's not anything that's like 
overtly... Like, when he's getting beat up, you know, there's not like, oh, they broke his fucking nose or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And then... Then you get to that that train scene, and yeah. then, <laughs> hey, dude, that first guy gets blasted. Just, oh! <laughs> Boom! Yeah, just shot right in the oh, face. And then when he kills a homeboy in his apartment, oof, yeah, that was yeah, pretty that, gruesome, dude. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of how the whole movie gets started is with those first but murders. That, that, that's like, when the movie starts. Well, because up to that point, like he, we just see how crappy his life is, then... Mm. He has these meetings with a social worker, psychiatrist, and he's getting medicine through this government program. Then she's like, oh, well, they cut our funding, so you don't get your medicine anymore. You can't have these meetings anymore. So that's whenever things really start to go downhill. It's like at, at that point, it's kind of like a relatively small downward trend. <laughs> then he gets off the medicine and meeting with the psychiatrist is just like free fall. Yeah. And he gets attacked on a train. Like it's, he has like a mental condition that causes him to laugh uncontrollably, like at awkward moments. Yeah, like when it's not, when it doesn't make sense. So, like, whatever emotion he's feeling, very disturbing. He basically too. can't control how he reacts I like to the it. Laugh he just because laughs. They, they used it well where it made like you viewing, like, oh, oh yeah, this it feels is real like uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Well, to me, like, the one, the one issue that I had with the movie, which maybe is a part of the laugh, was I felt like jo- Joaquin Phoenix was overacting for the part. for the laugh for the part in some play like at the beginning, but once like he hit his stride where it's like confident Joker, like whenever he put the suit on, like the the suit on, he's on his way like to at the towards like basically at the at end, the of the end movie. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> This is this is that motherfucker right here. This is this is I it. really I really like this like whenever he because he is like that full on confident. Yeah. He's dancing on the stairs as he's got his makeup, and then you see the cops and just oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes off. Yeah. Hey, uh, not, I didn't I didn't think I get what you're saying though. Yeah. Like I didn't think he was overacting, but it was like it you was just, cringy. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think that plays into it. Like, I oh feel like God, the, this guy. The movie just, was at the beginning was meant to feel real uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, because you see it like this is how people would view it. And like, if I was seeing someone act like this in front of me, yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm not talking to this guy. This guy's crazy. The only one that I was like, I don't really understand what the issue was was the lady on the bus. And her little kid, like whenever he was making the kid nah, laugh, like yeah, she was just being. She was just I, being I think an they, I think they yeah. wrote her just like, hey, just be an asshole here, so that it's just more, you know, it just piles just on, fucking, for him. yeah, pile on. It's just like, joking. damn, bro, like he wasn't doing anything wrong. People still shitted on him. Yeah. yeah, like he just gets shit on the whole. Hey, dude, but when he uh when he was doing that, stomp your feet, and that gun fell out. I laughed, bro. <laughs> 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 oh, and then he's like, <laughs> yeah, like all those doctors and nurses just like. Did we just see a gun? That's <laughs> like, literally the worst thing that could have happened. Yeah. He's like, what the hell would you... At a, yeah. at a kid's hospital, your damn gun falls out. Man, he went on a diet, boy, for mm. this role. I forgot how much weight they said he lost. Like 40 it, it's not uh-huh. quite as bad as Christian Bale oh, and the no. Machinist. God, no. But, but it, it's pretty bad. It, there's a quite a few scenes where he doesn't have a shirt on, and you're just like, ooh. Yeah. And then he's this like, man needs to eat something. You don't want to get that skinny, bro? God, no. Do you like those tidy whities <laughs> Oh. 
It was like PP stain, tidy whities. <laughs> yeah, <bro>. yeah, but <clears throat> it was just good, and I like the tie-in with uh, the Batman with Batman origin story. the origin story. People were freaking out. They're like, "No way, that's Bruce Wayne." I'm like, obviously. They, I was like, they talked about his dad, like just yeah. Thomas like, Thomas like, Wayne is a pretty big figure in the movie. Yeah, like up to this point, like I feel like I've never seen any movies for sure that have ever really shown anything about thomas wayne they really yeah. he's in uh they show him in the first batman what which batman? batman uh i mean not batman uh dark the, knight no no, or no no batman begins batman begins yeah they they I mean, don't ever there. like spend any time like detailing the kind of person he was outside of oh they do what the but memories it's the opposite. are yeah it's the opposite. that's what i'm saying like, like, oh he was a great guy yeah there's all this nostalgia. we gotta help our people bruce we gotta help our people yeah there's all that nostalgia of like oh yeah he was a billionaire but he wasn't like all the other billionaires he was philanthropic and he always wanted to help the city and that's everyone in the city you know no matter how destitute you were you were his family like and this it's like nah, he was pretty much just another billionaire but he played off his philanthropy really well mm-hmm. and just he called people who were protesting these deaths clowns. as clowns like he just came off as an arrogant douchebag and it's like those are the kind of things that if he were for him being murdered yeah that's the kind of spin that would get put on it in the future yeah. is oh look at all the good that he did let's forget about how kind of crappy he was as a person i liked uh <clears throat> the mother's obsession with him and then the turn at the end was just like, oh, I mean, it, bro, it just, guys, you go watch this movie. It does not stop. If you think yeah. it doesn't get, Everything can get worse, it just on. gets, we're piled on, piling on, piling on. Yeah. And then like, I feel like one thing that they didn't do super well was differentiating like his dream sequences from the real sequences. I like that though. Well, well I mean, I think it plays in with the movie well, but... Well, I feel it, like it, well, it's not like a thing where it's like if you were watching it the first time, you're like you won't be able to tell. You're like oh, like oh, no, that was definitely a dream sequence. No, it's like it's very they make it very obvious that it's real, but and then later on there's a twist where it's like oh, okay, like, yeah. I, I mean, because like well, that first scene whenever he is on um, what's this on the show? Yeah, Murray Franklin's show. Yeah, Robert De Niro's show. Whenever he's on that, and it's like, oh, everyone's well, laughing well, at him. Well, for that one, I was like, this is very clearly a dream sequence. Yeah, I thought it was. It's, so, it's like it's such an awkward interaction. But like they build up Murray Franklin, which is like a late night TV it's show. Like his host. hero, basically. His hero. His father figure. And they build him up as the father figure, and then he ends up making fun of him because his stand up bombs. Like that's the whole thing. Like the whole time he's trying to become a stand up comedian. But he's working as a clown to actually make money and support him and his mother. And uh, he finally does a set because whenever he's off his medicine, he starts to get slowly more confident. But that set just goes terribly. Like he keeps like basically any kind of nervousness. He starts laughing. Yeah. Well, it starts off very cringy. Yeah. Him being up there. But I I think he like (laughs) actually gets some laughs and stuff. So it gets it gets better. But, yeah, but, but it's still but like, like it's not good comedy. Yeah, but Murray <laughs> Franklin ends up like just you know choosing him because he's making fun of him. And he and he picks him because he has a doctor on the show. So it's like, yeah, this guy needs a doctor. 
Yeah. It's all for jokes. So. And then, like, the whole, at, the fir- at first, the whole relationship between uh, Sophie and him, like, me and Frank were looking at each other. We're like. Yeah, I was like, man, this girl like, is We're like, nuts. this is nuts. Like, who is believing this hey, relationship? Zazie Beats is a baddie. Yeah. Is that her real name? I'm sure it's her at her stage name. She's German, bro. Really? Vanessa on Atlanta. So I watch that show. Beats is a baddie. But like it like no one was believe I don't feel like anyone was believing this relationship or was, I was like, like oh man. was like she must be crazy. He oh, be my, giving my, her that crazy dick. <laughs> my girlfriend leaned over at some point she's like do you think she's real and whenever she said that like i mean it was a movie so i didn't really well they do they they do a good job of like if you question it she appears like later like more often yeah and then you're like i guess she is real like because you see she is real yeah yeah well i'm just saying like i guess this is for real because like you see the relationship yeah yeah, like which is a testament to them you know, uh, portraying mental illness, yeah, exactly. in a realistic, yes, light. like he, yeah. he, ba- I mean, he basically, if you haven't figured real. it out, like, uh, they, it shows them in a relationship for like a majority of the movie, and then at, at the end, it's just like he walks into her apartment, like a supercut of yeah, all the scenes where we saw them, the two of them interacting, and it's just he's just talking to the air, yeah, talking, <laughs> and then she's yeah. like, uh, who are you? You're Arthur Wright, just and she's like, oh, oh my man, that's God. what I was like. That's when you knew it's like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Yep, yeah, but I liked it because it, it made you think. Because you know, it's like, eh, is this real? Because she's just like laughing at the back of the comedy, but then you see her again. They're outside, and then she makes comments on like, ah, eh, fuck them, like whatever, like we're down yeah. at the bottom. And then you see her again when his mom's in the hospital, like. It's not anything like, whoa, crazy, but it's just enough to make you think like, oh, okay, I guess this is a real relationship. Yeah. Hey, the whole time I was like, I told, I leaned over, I was like, where the hell is her daughter at? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Hey, bro, but did you like it? Was uh, hey, you know the funniest part of the movie? There's only one funny part in the movie. The midget. <laughs> He's trying to leave. Oh, man. Can you? Can you unlock this? <laughs> yeah, of course. It was so fucked that up. That was hilarious. I thought he was going to murder him. <laughs> I was like, I was just waiting for him to actually kill him. And then he hey, just like, like he kind of opens the door, nice to me. then closes it. You were the only one that was nice to me. Gives him a Opens kiss the, the door, head. lets him go. Yep. And while this big fat man is laying there dead on the ground. Bro, he killed scissors. him brutally. Yeah, he just takes scissors. Right in the neck, just and then stabs him in the eye. Yeah, God. Yeah, but hey, he looked good in the Joker makeup, though. At yeah, the he, end, he was a really good. At Joker. the end, in in that suit, like that, <laughs> like his whole personality. Right there, his, look that shot of him scroll down. That shot right there of him going down the elevator. His whole demeanor. He's that nigga now, bro. That whole demeanor. I was like, this, this is it. This is the guy. This is the legend of Joker. And then like them, like I could see them, like I could see this particular person becoming like a, like a figure in this world. It's like, Hey, back in the day, there was this guy, his name was Joker and he was fucking killing people (laughs) on TV and shit. 
He blasted, you know, Murray Franklin on TV. Did you like that when he shot him? He was fucking wild. Shit. And then he had this whole like movement that was behind him. And then like I think that's one of the things that let's let's, let's go into with the controversies. Let's make sure that this guy never gets out of Arkham Asylum. Well, because they make it a point where he isn't trying to be political. Yeah. Like the the character Joker is not political he just basically wants to make his statement he doesn't care what happens to, to like politically but he doesn't like kill anyone to make the statement he just he kills three people who work for wayne industries just that were like these um, they were just being assholes on, the, on a train yeah they were like hitting on some chick she like felt threatened so she gets up to walk away and they're like oh don't walk away and then Arthur Fleck starts laughing because that's like his uncontrol. He can't control it whenever he's nervous. And then so they start picking on him. They're like beating him. At this point, he has the gun. I think this is at, right after he got fired, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it turns from self-defense to murder very quick. I mean, I would argue that all three of them getting shot was probably still self-defense. No. But- no. no. <laughs> Once you chase... You chase well, that someone, last guy. You chase, if you chase someone and you shoot them in the back five times, that's definitely not Two self-defense. of them were self-defense. Nah, maybe one of them. The first, the, the second first guy, guy for was, sure was self-defense. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, the second sure. guy. It, the first, those he... two were pretty fast, and they were both attacking him. But after this point, you've be, you've turned from the um, the person being attacked to the attacker. Anyway, the third one definitely was not the self defense. No, no, his wasn't self. He got he chased his shot. Ass. He, ch- he hunted him down. He got shot while he was running away in the train. So he got him in the leg, and then he like gets off the train, and Arthur Fleck just like chases him down, shoots him in the back while he's climbing the stairs. But I'm pretty sure they got the number of bullets in that gun wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could have been a I, six it, shooter. Well, that's what I'm saying. He shoots him. He shoots six times outside of <laughs> yeah. the train. He shot three in the train. So unless it was a nine shot or we they just cut a scene where he reloads. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. But yeah, that's one sm- real small inconsistency. Yeah. But what I was trying to get at was he isn't trying to be political. He just becomes an inspiration for the people in the world because they're very unhappy with the the Which is gap between yeah, the you're rich trying to and the figure poor. Out, it's organic. That's usually how these things happen. Yes. I mean, it's almost. It basically takes the same theme from um, uh, the Dark Knight Rises, right? Is that the third one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but that one is the same thing. Like, ah, oh, fuck the rich. Yeah. Take their stuff. Make them feel yeah, like it, shit. It was very much like that same kind of theme. Yeah, same kind of theme. So, but a lot of people are like. Or critics are divided, either saying it's like a masterpiece of a movie, or they're calling it a, like a incel how to calls mayhem. You could say that about almost any movie. Well, a sex in no way like motivates any yeah. of his actions, so he's not an incel. He doesn't hate women. He doesn't hate women. He doesn't try to like sit there and make the claim and for that a good the portion lack of, sex of the is movie. His... You think he's getting some. Yeah, like I guess that's why they're trying to make that claim, but it's like just because he's imagining a, a relationship doesn't mean that 
sex is the motivation yeah, I mean, for everything. That just means that he's a psychopath and he's delusional. So he like creates these relationships that aren't real. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all that was. It's not nothing about him being like, I mean, maybe it, he, he created this the relationship because he's like starving for one, right? Well, just intimacy, intimacy of any kind. Yeah. Like it could have been a non-sexual relationship and we never see them have sex. We just yeah, see we him see like them kiss, kiss. Really? And sex is implied, sure, but yeah, like it, 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 they make it seem more like he just wants a relationship that's with someone that actually sees him for being who he is. And so I, the whole argument about it being some kind of incel thing is ridiculous. Yeah. But, but I mean, I think that if this movie was not about the Joker and it was just like an original character, like just some guy who does this stuff to become, or not even to become famous, he's just, he does these things, he becomes fa- infamous, and then he has this, like, movement behind him, then maybe I could see where that is, could be inappropriate, right? I don't think it's, like, this is a movie. Right, like, but but I think because it is the Joker, like, this is the backstory to one of the most notorious villains in all of uh, the DC universe. DC universe or even comics like in general comics or any kind of serialized anything right this is the guy who you go to to like you want to write a story you want to have some kind of craziness you want to you know show how good of a writer you are let's see how let's see how you do Joker I like it I like it. If they wanted to keep going, though, it wouldn't fit into the well, Batman They do timeline. set up the... Yeah, it wouldn't fit with the timeline. That's why I think they won't continue with Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. At least not into future Batman movies. Because this is like, what, late 80s or early 80s? Bru- yeah, technically Bruce Bruce Wayne doesn't pick up the man on think until he's in his 30s. Early 30s. So we see 8-year-old Bruce Wayne in this movie. We see that the riots that are caused by the actions of the Joker lead to the death of Bruce Wayne's parents outside of a theater. Um, so we see all of that happen, but we don't actually see, like, they don't spend any significant time on I mean, Bruce it, Wayne. It could be that maybe down the line... There'll be another guy. There's another There's another guy who... They, yeah, yeah, they've done that. I think it'll, up, it'll be a mantle type yeah. thing. Taking the mantle of the Joker... Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the movie, like you see, like the people with the masks on. Yeah, because any depiction of the Joker, you always see that he has henchmen and thugs that are like that very, the clowns that are very loyal to him. Yeah, yeah and that's like the mask they use too in the games and stuff. Yeah, it's mm. that mask. And like, I I want that. I want there to be like a um some kind of depiction of the Joker where he is like the kingpin, or he's just this character who has all these followers. He's causing mayhem. Killing people. I mean, which you might have seen if Heath Ledger hadn't died. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, depending on what they would have done with a third one. Because he definitely would have showed up. And a very credible threat for Batman to try to stop in some kind of way. Even if it was like just a one time, like, you know, Joker became very big, you know, massive, you know, attack or something like that. And you just, Batman's got to figure it out. I mean, I'll be interested to see what they do with it going forward because it is an interesting universe that they've started with this. 
I think this is solo. I don't think they'll ever branch anything off of this. I mean, we'll see. Which I, I would be okay with that. Even though I, w- I want to see more of this Joker, yeah. this is... Way I mean, this is way better than yeah. the fucking it says the common age for Bruce Wayne is 25, 26. And this is this is way better than the suicide bullshit ass Joker. I liked his version of the Joker. It's a nah, different it's a very different Joker. take on the Joker though. I apparently Jared Leto was upset about this. What? This movie? About this movie cuz he was upset that they were doing so a solo movie and doing cast somebody, somebody somebody else. Somebody else. I mean, his Joker's based on an actual comic book version. Yeah, yeah that's what... Like, I don't Jared understand Leto why one. people hate on the Jared Leto version so much because it is a comic book <laughs> version. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a version that they've never done on the screen before, and I thought that was, that that was, was interesting. I, it was that Suicide Squad wasn't good. <laughs> it's not that he was a bad Joker. It's well, that I, I the thought, movie... I, I thought he was bad, and the movie was bad. I mean, that's your, Rank your that's Joker. That's your right. Rank your Joker's. Hmm. Mark Hamill's Joker's not in there. Because that's only obvious. live action? That's obviously number one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's even there's no question about that. Like the Arkham game Joker. Yeah, that's Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill's done more Joker stuff than anyone else. Yeah. But it's always he's never played live action Joker. So I'll nope. say live action Jokers. My personal favorites, I I guess Jack Nicholson number one. Mm-hmm. I really like Jack Nicholson in that movie. Probably Walking Phoenix and um, Heath Ledger, kind of like, like a combo tie. number two. I guess Jared Leto would be. Who else has played? And there's one other person. I don't watch any of like the the old CW tiny. stuff. Yeah, I've never watched any of the old old Batman series either. Yeah, I guess I would put Jared Leto at the bottom of that really seen most recent Jack movie Nicholson list. Joker, really. It's so. pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah. His is good. Yeah, his is real good. You should go back and watch it. I mean, that. I would say between... I would say Ledger definitely beats this one, but like <clears> slightly. <throat> like the ending Joker at the very end. Like that complete monster at the end. Right. Um, yeah, and then after that is a very, I very... That, that real interesting pose. The... Yeah. There was also... So I watched a few different YouTube videos about this. Just to get other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. One of the ones that I read was or watched was making the claim that because media outlets, multiple of them, have brought up the controversies with the movie, which it's a controversial movie because it has political implications that could be tied to modern society. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of civil unrest around uh, the gap in inequality for wages and um, plenty of the stuff that gets focused on as the issues within Gotham in this movie. But it's far from the only movie that tries to tackle those kind of topics. Um, but... Media outlets are, you know, saying, oh, there's people that are walking out of the Joker because it's too violent and uh, it should be banned from theaters and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, that's the kind of sensationalized stuff that online media outlets especially will pick up on and try to boost because they'll get clicks. But this YouTuber 
tried to make the claim that uh, the media needed this movie to drive someone to to murder somebody, uh-huh. like to cause a mass shooting or something in the name of the Joker, because otherwise they would feel like they were not vindicated, like they were trying to stoke the fires of someone to go do cause something. some kind of a crime in the name of the Joker movie, and they're like. Like he was just making all these ridiculous claims about how the media is this terrible monster that does nothing but try to keep people afraid constantly. And it's like you do realize that that's exactly what you're doing right now on YouTube. <laughs> you're fear mongering. Yeah, it's like get over yourself. It, it's a movie, but we've talked about it a lot on here. Like you have to be able to separate reality from fiction. Just because a movie has realistic themes doesn't mean that it's justifying any of the actions in the movie. Well, I think what it is is like if when anytime you deal with mental illness, like what's going on with Arthur here, that you get to you get like a first-hand perspective of what he's going through. Like through his eyes, that relationship between him and, you know, uh what's her name? Zazzy Beats. Mm-hmm. Like that was a real relationship. Sure. Right to him. And so you can't really talk sense to this person if they're off their meds or whatever. I think the for, to me what I thought maybe the issue may have been was the violence was so real, like it wasn't in any way cartoonish. Like it wasn't like like over dramatic or cartoonish. It was very real. It was done with you know a very simple revolver or just like him smashing someone's head into a wall or whatever. Sure, it was. And it, but it was very impactful to the overall story, like the deaths and stuff. And it, the, the just three deaths caused a major movement. And I think maybe that was where it was. I mean, it, it's ultimately a story. You know, I'm sure the story's been told a million times um, or something similar to it where, you know, one person kills three people and it causes something ha- to happen or whatever. Yeah. But um, I think it's just the times that we're in with these recent, you know, shootings just causing this. Well, sure. But this issue. Acting like this movie is somehow like. Like the YouTube video wasn't trying to make the claim that it would cause these issues. It was trying to make the claim that the media wanted that to happen. And it's just like, I mean, that's not the case. Like. Most of the articles that he was flashing up mm-hmm. were like talking about what people were saying about it, not justifying this outrage. It was just here's the information. Well, I mean the I mean the media does put things up to get clicks, yeah. right? Even if what they're putting up <clears throat> isn't all the way like it's clickbait, which everyone does. Yes, um, but you know the media does have this like sacred oath to show us the truth or whatever, because reporters have this sacred oath to, you know, to report on the truth of what's going on. And that, you know, if you throw in clickbait with that, it's not very honest. So it's confused. There is definitely an aspect of that, but with this in particular, like just because like it is a controversial movie, it was always going to be a controversial movie. And, He's trending. It's not really clickbaity <laughs> to say that people are offended by the movie. That's just a, an opinion that's out there, and 
these or outlets like are covering the, it. The headline is, um, will the Joker cause the next mass shooting? Like none that's, of it was that. That's a, that's a headline. But there were like those ones that was like, people are walking out of the theater and claiming that they need to ban this movie. Yeah. That wasn't from like some news outlet. That was just like an online like a random article. Yeah, like yeah. But now nowadays those those are getting so like people random articles are getting mixed in with major you know big time stories. Like who who's gonna take the time to go in and fact check and source all these fucking random articles. That's why we've said it before. Media bias charts. Right, but you ha- you do as a consumer, everyone has the the means yeah, they to do, check this stuff. And if no you one's gonna do that. if you get enraged by something that's not factual, you're the only one to blame for that. All right. All right. All right. I think we've killed this horse multiple times. Oh no. my goodness. Arthur, Overall, Fleck, I liked Arthur it. Fleck did nothing wrong. I like the <laughs> origin. I liked it. I like it. It's a solid movie for sure. It's but a good. It's not for anyone that's squeamish. Yeah, if you're a little bitch, you can't go watch it. It's only for this is real niggas only that can watch this. <laughs> this is the first RN rating we're getting. Damn. <laughs> real Rated niggas R-N. only. If you, if you ain't a real nigga, then you ain't gonna R-N- be able to watch R-N-L? it. RNL. Yep. RNL rating. Should we should we add that into our yeah uh, into our rating systems? Yeah. Watch it now. <laughs> RNO. You add it at the end. Real niggas only. We'll have to add that to our drop down whenever we yeah. do our upgrade for 2020. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed the whole thing. I was like, this is yummy. Like, even parts where, like, when he went up for the comedy, me and him were like, oh, I can't watch. Like, this oh, is yeah. so embarrassing. Well, because it, it created, like, it made me feel something. It made me feel like, I was like, this is so cringy. Um, whereas a lot of movies, they don't, you know, they don't make you feel anything. Yeah. You just watch them. You're just like, oh, wow, that was. Wow, that happened. Oh, wow, cool. But this made me feel it's a lot of different things. Yeah, it's a it's a solid film for today's audience, for sure. It definitely has a lot of topical issues that it covers, but don't go into it thinking that it's making some massive political yeah. statement. And Just, don't take your damn kids. No, oh, no. Yeah, no. Who would do Terrible something Terrible like parents. That? Just slap the shit out of you. <laughs> People... People have done it. I mean, yep. come on, like Deadpool, the same kind of stuff happened there. It's like, Our theater was surprisingly full. Not like all the way full. Like the bottom down bottom seats at the very like ground floor, not full, but the other ones. Not really. I was in one of the smaller theaters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six. Yeah, I saw it at, whenever I saw it, it was in Dolby. How did it sound in Dolby? I wouldn't say was it really benefited that much. No, oh, okay. not really. Like yeah. there was like a couple, there were a couple of scenes where they Whenever he was like in a crowd where you would hear like somebody coughing off in different directions, mm. like just to have like more ambient noise, but it wasn't anything that I'd say benefited from being seen in Dolby except for the the screen quality. Yeah. All right. Which Gemini Man also looked really good in Dolby. I don't. Yeah. Know, I feel like they might have upgraded that screen. Like they fixed something. It looked yeah, better. Yeah. It, was, it was messed up. You don't remember? Yeah, oh, I but, do. But watching Gemini Man, something about the movie. It looked what, what real it? crisp. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I realized it. I, I was. I I remember thinking it while watching the movie. I don't even know. I can't remember watching the Dolby movie there. It's been a minute. We'll, like, we'll be there next week, probably. I was yeah. like, okay, we got okay Dolby. Yeah, it, it looked real good. So maybe they fixed their screen or Perhaps. made some adjustments to Perhaps. their projector, but it looked a one. All right. <clears throat> 
Ladies and gentlemen, we done. we're out. We'll be back next week. Don't next worry. Week. Probably a big one next week. Yeah, fatty with the PH. So look T-T-Y. forward to it. Check out the podcast on Wednesday. Mm. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. Nice and concise. Well, drunk so Mike. Yes. Drunk Mike. Not, right now, this is not drunk Mike. This is sober Mike. Yeah. So stay alive till Wednesday and listen to the podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.